Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace, and they're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie's helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. My latest project, tree trimming for our phone lines into the radio show. I mean, any home improvement you need, Angie can help you find the best price for your project. Angie lets you request and compare quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie has cost guides that tell you what others have paid for similar projects, both nationally and in your area. Get started at Angie.com, that's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. The app and the website is free to use. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, Travis, before we Chris Farley, Julia Sweeney on the happy hour and go, Mm -hmm. remember that one time you did the thing (laughs) as Pat where you said, remember the one time when Cameron Hughes was here? Sat right here in this chair. Live. And we did a wine tasting, remember? He opened your palate up to all these new things. Can you take out your organ for me, Sean? Please, thank you. As a former Catholic, thank you. This is a sacramental wine. Cameron, I I will confess to you. That's not the blood of Christ. That's not red. That listen, I need to keep my business going. And we love all our sponsors. But some we love But when I heard about the prices of your wine, I'm like, this is going to be shit wine. <laughs> this is going to be <laughs> crappy wine. But I am going to say that I love it. <laughs> because oh, I, need to, I need to keep this little dog and pony <laughs> show and going. What, do you remember the first, you came up in the kitchen. I'm like, oh try my this. God, try this. It's not bad. No, not not bad. I was like, I know wine. This is fantastic. Like, I literally, when we first got you, I was like, oh, that's great. You know, yeah. we were thinking we should have a wine sponsor. But I was like going, oh, this isn't any any wine sponsor. This is like, and so then I tried it, and I was really afraid. I thought, oh, God, this is going to be shitty. I can't remember what it was, but it was like, I was like, this is like caramel apple pie with vanilla a, ice cream on top. It was, I was a, like, oh, I Chardonnay. Was yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. was like, mm-hmm. that but sounds I, like the Aurora Seiko Chard. Yes, but I was, I was honestly shocked. Because I thought, like, I've been, and, you know, you and I thought we were all so smart. Like, we know the best place to get it, you know, wherever it is. Like, supermarkets here. Six bottles, I get 30% off. But you realize, like, first of all, they're way over inflating the price you see there. So you're not (laughs) really getting 30%, you know. That's like the nickel sale. Yeah. Yeah, Right? Wait a sec. For a limited time, save up to 15% off with one of the new Radio Mix Sampler Packs, OMG, plus free shipping on top of the already amazing prices. Go to chwine.com slash Stephanie or text my name, Stephanie, to 511511. 15% off, Travis, free shipping. What? With one of those new Radio Mix Sampler Packs. Check them out. Text Stephanie to 511511 or go to chwine.com slash Stephanie. Oh my God, she's so, she's so sweet. I'm not sure if I can say fuck, but it's Julia fucking Sweeney, comedy <laughs> legend. But she, and I gave her my because Trump glass. I love that. 
because I want one. Because I know I was reading. I just love this. Uh, your the first description of you is um, benevolent, sweet faced actress and comedian. I know. Julia I did Smith. not write that. Somebody I know. Put that in on IMDb. Well, I'm just saying. I'm hoping you're going to say fuck Trump at some point. <laughs> Oh, this. yes. I say fuck Trump all day long. Yay! We already got a fuck Trump. <laughs> <Okay>. It's <laughs> a little bar around here. Because oh you, you seem like the nicest person in the world, and you are. <laughs> no, but I'm can not. can you believe I'm this so not. It's bullshit? A, oh, my God. I mean, Just on the way here, I was listening to McConnell. Actually, the whole, everything. Right. The whole, it's not even Trump. It's it's bigger. Trump is yes. just a headpiece. It's I know. like he's the distraction while they rape the country. It, thank you. And, yeah. and cover our mouth. I know. So I hate it. to even concentrate on Trump because I really do think he's a little puppet that says, look over here, look over here. As we're while recording the Republicans this, Julia, don't, yeah. he just called a woman a horse face. So while we're recording this, he just. He did? He called Julia. Uh, um, Stormy. Stormy Daniels a horse face. The president of the United States tweeted. Now I can go after horse face and a third rate lawyer. I'm like, okay. Oh, my God. I'm fucking. She did. Oh. She did come back at him though and called him tiny. Oh, and said shortcomings. Yeah, she's like, bring it, tiny. Oh God, it's just so. <laughs> it's really. It's just the degrading of the office of everything of our country. Which of I the used office. to think about Reagan. I used to feel that way about Reagan. Right. The way, and then like Trump's like a hundred times worse. <laughs> like it's so. Like, I'm not even sure yeah. if a hundred's the number, Julia. There's some number. No, how about one thousand? Like a kid, Jillian. What about how he gets on the phone with his Saudi Arabian, you know, prince yeah. now? He's like. He swore to me they yeah. had nothing to do with yeah. it. Sometimes you bring a bone saw. You know, you just listen to, to a people. meeting. Yeah. Something thinks shit goes wrong. That's so disturbing. Okay. I know. Now, right. Okay. Now, now we drink. Okay. Now let's have now a, now Yes, we, we need drink. another okay. drink. <laughs> okay, yesterday yes. to calm myself, I, I watched Elizabeth Warren's new video like 10 yeah. times yes. just to calm myself down. Yeah. Oh, and today he's back to Pocahontas, and nobody believes even the Cherokees don't want her. But he doesn't even understand the difference between being a member of a Native okay. American. Like, he doesn't get any... I know you're literate because you're on NPR and shit. Do you feel like someone's <laughs> going to get killed with a rock like Piggy at some point? Do, do you know what I'm saying? Do you feel like someone's, like, going to get killed? Like, I, he's going to hit someone with a rock and no one will care. They'll just Who? be like... Trump? I No, yes. Like, he's going to kill someone with a rock. Like, I, maybe Chris Christie. Why are you saying a rock? Because it's that's a Lord, of the, Lord reference. of the Flies reference. Remember they killed Piggy with a rock? And Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I that's that. all right. I'm not literate. You have to explain those references to fancy, me. Fancy, all those fancy. Okay. Wait, wait, don't tell me NPR references. Fine, Julia I couldn't, I couldn't do that show. I couldn't keep up with the. It would take me. First of all, you don't really get paid to be on that show. I had to spend 500 hours preparing for that show and then still not get any of the answers. So... No. We've already told our stories. I you have... came in and said, great house. And I said, I can't remember which male comedian it was, but actually walked in years ago and said, wow, it's amazing how much money you can make failing in this business. <laughs> oh, that's like, true. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's all right. And then you told your. Yes, I have the pool that Pat built because <laughs> I did the Pat movie, which might be a shock for people to hear was a huge bomb. And I took the money and put a pool in my backyard. So I used to think, oh, the Pat movie. Is a bomb. I guess I'll go for a swim. Oh, splash, splash. Yeah. Bring anyway. another margarita. Exactly. I'm so sad. Wah. Um, But I will say it's amazing. I don't even mean to get into the male-female yeah. stuff, but yeah. having been in this business so long, yes, you can make a lot of money failing, but men can fail longer and oh. harder oh, and yeah. for more money and for a longer period of time than Thanks. women. Women get about two chances and men get like yeah. eight chances. Yeah. 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 Oh, no. I remember after my uh, uh, my disastrous late night show, <laughs> I 
1995. I'm thinking, oh, the world's my oyster now. I can do sitcom and other stuff I'd really like to do. And every, no, they were all like, no, no, no. She had her chance. She's done. Right. <laughs> no, it's true. I was like, really? They're like, no, she's going to end up working in her basement. I'm like, well, that's bullshit. Oh, never mind. Okay, first of all, you have a great house. Thank and you. And you have this great basement. Thank you. Life is good for you. Let's it's, just be happy right? with what it's we like have. Wayne, it's, like, it's like Wayne's yes. world has met its pat. <laughs> <laughs> Remember in the 90s? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, okay, I don't even know. Because oh, okay. we were talking about that. We were saying, like, even its pat, which... First of all, can you just make the sound? Because I don't know why. I just always like the... <laughs> Mo Collins was here, and we just made her do just the Stuart's mom. <laughs> no, that was... That was um, uh, oh, my God. That wasn't his mom. That was... Uh, Mo Collins, yes. Yeah, no, was, she was doing... It was her old, the old lady character. Right. Oh, the, right, 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 right. mom. I right. can't remember her name. Yes, now. right. Exactly. The, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Just brilliant <laughs> sketch comedians. There's just... That's the thing you just remember. The sound. Just the sound of Pat before she even spoke. So glad I'm known for that. That was worth a lifetime to be born and dedicate my life to art. So I can we be remembered saying, that way. We were saying. <laughs> so we were saying now that, that could you do that character now if you were starting on SNL? Because I think you could, but you couldn't do it exactly the same way. Right. Obviously, I've thought about it a lot since I was Pat, but. The thing I realized was, because when I came up with the idea of Pat, it wasn't that it was going to be an androgynous character. It was after a person that it drove me trans, crazy. obviously. It no. Yeah. And well, also, in my mind, Pat isn't trans. Right. Pat's because not Pat, even... Pat is, a, of course, a... Well, oh, Pat's shit. just androgynous to people. Oh, right. But I, in I my thought mind, that was going to be our publicity. In my mind, Pat is because... definitely either a man or woman. We just don't know which it is. <laughs> which is a totally different thing. In fact, I wanted to do a sketch... Where we find out that Pat that Pat is really homophobic, but but you don't you still you don't, know, you don't know which side he doesn't Pat's, like. Right, exactly. Um, so in my mind, that's what it is. I think now I could have done it, and in retrospect, I should have done it this way if I had, because I kept thinking about this character that it was based on. I was trying to be this annoying character who stood too right. close and drooled all the time and had this voice. And then I kind of added on the androgynous part of it because I wasn't really pulling off seeming like a guy so i and then it, and then that became a, a life of its own then that became right. its own thing so pat started out for me being annoyed by somebody which of course people who are androgynous are just people and they can be annoying right. or not annoying or anything right. else right so in a way it was unfortunate that pat turned out like i think if i had done it again if i could do it again i would do pat the same but not the personality i would just make pat an enigma and the comedy would all be about people's reaction only to Pat, and Pat would almost be like Charlie Chaplin, just a blank right. thing that people react people to. People rejected their own shit. And I think on. that yeah. could be done now. Yeah. But I don't think you could do Pat as an annoying person now as an androgynous person. Right, yeah. right. Because then they would make you they say... They would think that you're saying that androgynous people are annoying like that, which right. is not at all what I was saying. Right. God damn it, Julia Sweeney. I really need the headline for this happy hour. <laughs> We finally find out what sex Pat is. We need some publicity here. There's Have some no more wine. Answer. Have some more wine. It's, it's a fantastic like there, I have Cameron no answer to it. There's no amount of wine that will get it out of me because there is no answer. That's okay. You know what? We'll torture you with a bone saw, and then you'll give, us, you'll give us incorrect information. Exactly. Like then you I'll do under torture. Yes. And then you'll have to explain How for years. Stephanie Miller think? got me drunk and then used a bone saw, and I didn't really know the sex of Pat. I can't believe now they're saying, like, we've done all of these studies and we've found that physically torturing someone elicits unreliable information. 
my God. Yeah, no shit. Like anyone who's been a parent or had a kid, like <laughs> that is the most obvious information. That Why would that be something you'd have to study? Obviously, if you're torturing someone, they're going to say whatever you want them to say or anything to make it stop. That's the most obvious thing. How can that need studies? Why would they even keep doing that? It's just unreliable. It's like the, the Steve Carell thing in 40-Year-Old Virgin when he's doing the chest waxing. He's like, oh, motherfucker, cocksucker, goddamn, pats a man. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, you would just say anything to go, whatever, just stop. It's not official if it's under duress. Right. <laughs> yes. I think torture um, always was just we would like right. to torture people. But now, like, it's just, it's gotten so mean in Trump world. What was the story, Travis, the other day? So now not only are kids having to go through active shooter drills, but there was a story, I can't remember what, what state, the trans students, they wouldn't let them go in either bathroom for the, for the like, for the drill. I believe it was, it was so West Virginia. It's they like, were... well, you're just going to get shot because we can't agree <laughs> oh on which God. bathroom you can go hide oh in. Oh, my God. It was, it was in West Virginia, I believe, or Virginia. It was an active right. shooter drill. Right. And they literally, the, the, it was a trans student, and the boys wouldn't let her, I don't even know if it was, it was I don't know oh, what that's Lord the, the gender flies. was. Right. I don't know what gender it was. Um, it, I said it. Now I'm a terrible person. Yeah. I don't know what gender this person was. They um they wouldn't let they they, they, they could not let go them. they could th- them they didn't let them they didn't let them go into the what boys it goes Travis you are the most offensive person to trans people on a on a podcast that Pat's on Jesus All I'm right. not good actually with the... trans people are very concerned about being the gender they're being right, right. and if if I they the... don't like the gender neutral pronoun right they want their pronoun of whatever they are yes. and I don't know what this person's <laughs> pronoun was okay. All right. anyway. Julie, let's move on from this tragedy. All right, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to print something just to set you off now. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, so I was saying, I, uh, first of all, I feel horrible because I, I am three triumphant one-woman shows ago. Because <laughs> I saw God Said Ha before it went to Broadway. Yes. It was so fantastic, of course. But you've done two since then. Um, I've done three since three then. Three since then. Pardon now, me. Well, I did... Um, in the family way, and then I did Letting Go of God. Yeah. And then I just did one called Julia Sweeney, Older and Wider. Right. <laughs> which is going to open, I don't think I can announce where, but it's going to open at a very nice place here in Los Angeles <gasps> in February. Oh, well, you'll be February back. 4th. I feel like I saw that to talk about somewhere. That. Did you? Because I don't know. I, I, well, you I went they to haven't Spokane. given me, and then Spok- I went and Spokane, just went to Spokane. You're, you're where you were born, your hometown. Yeah, yeah. I did, did it. it there, and now I'm working on a new show on Sunday nights at the Groundlings in their small theater oh. called I as well. See, we have so many one degrees of beloveds, right? Because uh, Beth Lapidus was just here. You obviously developed a lot of your stuff at oh yeah, on at Cabaret. The Cabaret. Yes, um, Jill Sobule just stayed with me. Yeah, <laughs> she just stayed show. with me too. Yes, and you did. A, I didn't know you did a show with her, Jill and. Oh, and then Julia. we did the Jill and Julie show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's another show. Wow, wow, I am wow. When Jill sings, okay. "I kiss a girl," and she's with Pat. <laughs> Wait a minute, what does that? Wait mean? a minute, what Wait does Pat minute? think about it? I know. Does Pat? Does Pat? Pat feel like? Why are you calling me a girl? I I don't know. Or, I is, can't. or is Pat embracing yeah. it? Yeah, and kissing a girl. I think I think you just have to pay, play it with Pat being oblivious to what's going on. Yeah. All right, because I we're doing Chicago Sexy Liberal October twenty seventh, and so many people are like Julia oh. Sweeney lives in Chicago. Can't you get her? And I was like, I don't know. She used oh. to. She's moved. I'm going moved back, back and here. forth. Well, my husband's there, so okay. he's, I'm, we still have our place there. So I'm going back and forth. Okay. Are you there October twenty seventh? No, I'm not. I'm All here. Right. Okay. All right, All right, people. Does that an answer enough for you? Confirmed. We have Jan Schakowsky and we have uh, oh, Watergate pro- prosecutor Jill Weinbanks on panel. Oh. 
Jill Schakowsky is my representative. She's fantastic. Evanston, I love her. Yeah, yeah, she's fantastic. But anyway, we couldn't keep track because you have you moved right Just there in, yes. when you raised uh, your. Okay, so did you really adopt a Chinese child and name her Mulan? I mean, did you? Okay, no. Okay, were you considering Aladdin and also Pocahontas? <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay, Just... I decided to adopt a baby. They kind of. I don't know how they figure out who your baby is going to be. I think it's just random right. or or somehow based on astrology, maybe. But they don't tell you. They just tell you they've come up with who your baby is. Right. So I had decided to name my daughter Tara because it's a Buddhist name. The Tara is the Buddhist goddess of compassion. Okay. And also it's an Irish name, and I'm Irish. So sure. I'm, of, I'm of Irish descent, I should say. Sure. And so I came up with Tara. And then when I got there, they said, this is your baby. What are you naming her? And I said, Tara. And they said, well, you might want to keep her actual name, which is Mulan. <laughs> and then I said. You, do you have um, any non-Disney names? I said, Mulan? You mean like the Disney animated character? <laughs> and they were like, it's Mulan is an ancient, beautiful Chinese name. And I was like, I live in Hollywood. <laughs> I can't have a kid named Mulan, people will think it's the only Chinese name I could think of. I cannot <laughs> That's exactly what I said. I have was like... a kid named Mulan. I can't. So I didn't, I took away her name. I named her Tara. And then she came, and she was a year and a half, so she was always already kind of a person. Right. And then she came here, and she would not answer to Tara, and she would not respond to it. And then so finally I just gave it up and started calling her Mulan. And then when I married Michael and he adopted her, right. um, she officially legally changed her name back to, to Mulan. Right. When she was eight. Did she respond to any of the so, princesses in Frozen or no? What? <laughs> Did you try any of the names in Frozen or no? No. No. I just, All right. she's just new. I was just, I'm spitballing with you. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So that's how she got the name Mulan. It was not me. It was okay. someone else. She chose it herself. In China. Yeah. She, in a way, yeah. She fought for that name. <laughs> okay. Actually, she did only recently say to me, it is kind of annoying. Like, she didn't understand. When she's a baby, she does. It's like I want to take her and say, I know more than you right now. Trust Trust me. I know you don't want to be Mulan. And then she did like it because she goes, Mom, everyone remembers my name. And I'm like, yeah. But then now that she's in college, she said, sometimes it's annoying because I have to keep explaining to people how I have this name. Okay. I was going to ask because she's in college now. Yes. Hold that thought, Julia, while I pour myself some more Cameron Hughes, lot 595, Chardonnay. And you uh, you and uh, Julia are drinking a, sp- a Grenache from Spain. Yeah. Right? Lot 623 I'm reading right here. I'm sorry. How much was that, Travis? Uh, I believe it was $12 a bottle. What? What? <laughs> Wine mic drop, everybody. I- I'm telling you, these prices are unbelievable. These are uh, award-winning wines at at least half price. That, can you believe it? That's why Cameron Hughes is the number one wine brand online. Well, how does he do it? He goes to wineries all over the world, right? He tastes it. He uh, cuts out the middleman. And there you go. Passes all that savings right on to you. 40 to 80% off what you'd pay for the same wine at retail. He keeps his sources secret. I could not joggle it out of him. You but tried as hard as you could. But that's why you get those amazing prices. Luxury mix samplers available now. OMG, there's an elegant red sampler. You've got, you, you get an even better deal than these already amazing prices. Cameron Hughes Wine, it's all about what's inside the bottle. His name's on it, right? I mean, he's serious about this yes, stuff. he stands behind it, guarantees 100% of every bottle of wine he sells. For a limited time, save up to 15% off one of the new radio mix sampler packs, plus free shipping. What? 
chwine.com slash Stephanie or text my name, Stephanie, to 511511. 15% off free shipping with the new Radio Mix Sampler Packs. Text Stephanie to 511511 or go right to chwine.com slash Stephanie. <gasps> Julia Sweeney. Okay, because older and, and wider. Yes, older you and wider. You look fantastic and beautiful. I've always thought you were so beautiful. Well, thank you. And you still are. Um, well, but older and wider. Older, but I am older and wider. Is, you talk about how your matronly personality has caught up to your body. Yes. You said uh, now with your husband is the breadwinner, you can be the bread eater. Yeah. Wow, you have so much information. <laughs> I do. That's true. I didn't. I am the bread eater. Well, now I'm ma- making money again, so. Yeah. So now, that's exactly. Now I'm the breadwinner. Now he gets to be the bread eater. Right. See, it's a, yes. it's a, right. It's a, it's a that's a partnership. That is, is magical. No, it is good. Um, wait. Speaking of your. You were talking about heritage, your DNA, your part Neanderthal? Yes, I did my... Because you know, Elizabeth Warren just took her DNA test. What, what does that mean, part Neanderthal? Well, I mean, it, ju- it just means that my DNA shows that I'm in the top 2% of all people with Neanderthal DNA. But that's actually common among people from Northern European Irish heritage. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. All right. <laughs> People in this room could also be Neanderthals. I could very well Listen, be. Listen, I, I would have made a fire for you in here if I'd known. <laughs> right. I got Cherokee blood in me, too. <laughs> I don't want to tick off any tribe members, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, my God. Can you believe in the same day, literally, the President of the United States has called Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas and Stormy Daniels horseface? I, I, I feel no, I like know, we're I in some kind of like I know. demented okay, eighth but grade. I'm, I know just... this seems like we keep saying this over and over again. Okay. but And okay. I keep saying Say it, it and then I break it. But I am really trying not to pay attention to Trump. Uh-huh. It's really like just paying attention to a two-year-old having a tantrum day and night. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really matter. He's the distraction so that the Republicans can rape the country, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's almost like yeah, Mitch McConnell announced candy today. to get mad at him. Right. You know, like it's triggering you in ways. It's taking up your brain space. It's making yeah. you upset. In the meantime, Mitch McConnell today is so- saying that... We have to cut social services because the where, deficit. Where did this is deficit something. come from? Yeah, what and happened? now we have to cut Social Security and Medicare. Seventeen percent in one year. What could have happened? Right, because we're all like, oh, happen. but you know, tax cuts for the rich and the trade war is going to cause a. Oh, there's a trillion dollar deficit. Um, okay, but I'm glad because the two news outlets that I heard that from, both of them said this deficit is a direct result. Of the tax cuts that went to the rich. Yes, yes, of course. And then when he said, "We, I don't know when we're going to get a, get a serious about cutting these entitlements," like how does Mitch McConnell have the balls to get up and even say yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Do you think he show. really believes it? Yeah, they're in his turtle show. But um, I mean, that's my question: is he is he that cynical that it's just like this is what we say and this is what we do, or does he really think that entitlements are the he yeah. can't think entitlements are what causes a well, 17% increase in the deficit. They control all three branches of government. Is he really going, I don't know, these Democrats now. And it happened this in deficit, And now we were going to need to take uh, grandma's. Uh... <laughs> Wait a minute, what? No, I know. You are the ones that, what? No, Barack Obama handed you the best economy. Right. What? Okay. And you know, if Trump gets reelected, which I'm afraid he's going to be. Yes. Oh, um, no. Oh, no. No, no, no. He's not even going to be here in 2020. Julia Sweeney, let me pour some more wine okay. before I talk to you. She's got a psychic. No, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. I just think without an economy crash and the way that it's already rigged because of gerrymandering, because the electoral college. No, no, no. Don't say that. Everything else. Okay. To quote another Saturday Night Live character, zip it.com. Yeah. What? Okay. 
No, we can do it. We can swarm the polls. We can we we can do this. You can't. That's what they're hoping for. Is we're going to get so dispirited? We're like, oh, they're going to rig it again. It's not going to count. No, blah, I think blah. we should do everything we can. I'm just saying yeah. that it is rigged on their side. They've yeah. rigged it. Oh no, but we can unrig it. We really can. I mean, I just I I, I you're yes. right. I have to believe I that. I hope that's true. Or I would have to just sit here and I have make the pat noise all true, day. But I'm preparing for it not to be true. Okay. My husband <laughs> does this that is to me she, all the time too. This He's is why like, she's she's an atheist now. <laughs> See, I I came from Catholic background. I went to uh, twelve years hard time Catholic school. Yeah, did um, you like it, or you'd hate it? No, no, you didn't like it. No, uh, well, uh, you know, I liked it. I mean, no, I liked it. I mean, I, I we I didn't know any different, nun. right? I wanted to be a nun. Oh, did you? Yeah. So that didn't work out. But to you me, wouldn't have, you wouldn't have had feminists. a pet pool if they were you were women a nun. who chose not to have kids and live together in a house and help poor people. They were cool. <laughs> but you you wouldn't have a pet pool if you were a nun. That's true. Yeah, but so. You okay? So I yeah, I did twelve years hard time. But maybe I'd have some self-respect. <laughs> just kidding. Okay, Julia Sweeney, listen to me. You are good enough. I tried. You're so I'm, gonna, hard. I'm just going to quote every other Saturday Night Live character to Julia Sweeney. You're good enough. You're smart yeah. enough. Oh, Ugh. don't even get don't me started. Get me started. Don't get. Oh. Well, I as Let's well is completely because of Al Franken. That's what I'm doing the show for, to talk about Al Franken. That's really? What that show's about yes. What? Well, that's the heart of the show for me. What do you say about it? I just say how unfair it is. It's how fucking bullshit. It and it's when I saw Kirsten Gillibrand and Kamala Harris up there. Yeah. Like they were the Women's Temperance Christian Union. Yeah. Saying that he had to go. I that's that was harder for me than Trump being elected. Because yeah. that's like my own. Those people are my own shooting themselves in the foot because they think that they're going to be pure and it's going to allow them to go after other people. And it didn't friggin' matter at they, all. They don't play by the same rules. They're accused of rape, sexual assault. I'm like, he took a goofy picture when he was a comedian or he put his hand in the wrong place in a photo op. But he does, was... he's not even putting his hand in the wrong place. No. His, his fingers are above. She's wearing a flak jacket. That's she's the not joke even, He's of not the even picture. touching her. No, I know. Anyway. Okay. And and then all the women very, from very, Saturday Night Live that, that put forwarded things well, saying, compared to every guy that's ever that's worked true. here, he was a choir no, boy. No, it is true. Because I, I keep saying to people, everyone else, else at SNL, if I'd heard that about them, including myself, by the way. Right, yeah. I I've always thought, thought that about you. Yeah. yeah. So that's a lesbian? It. But not, not Al Franken. He was the most decent, by far. Like, not even, it's actually so... It's so poignantly ironic and horrible that he's the one who was taken down mm-hmm. by something like that because he's the most decent guy. He's yeah. never was like that I, with anyone I that I him, saw. I know him from the early days of Air America. You know him from SNL. Yeah. I know Franny, his wife. Oh, I mean, Franny is so I've great. done a million events with him. Like, I'm going, right. that's not no, it's really... him. And he was one of our most effective senators, particularly on Trump Russia. And it was an absolute political hit job, and we have got to fight differently, really... Julia. We can't just go, all... oh, yeah, we got to, you know, disarm. No, it was really, because when Kristen Gillibrand came out and said, when it comes to groping, inappropriate touching, and rape, I draw a line in the sand and say none of it's appropriate. I wanted to, I was so enraged by that. There yeah. is a huge difference between those things. Yeah. And... It now is the time to parse between those things. Yeah. Those are important things to parse between. Yeah. And the fact that she abdicated that for a quick political hit, I, I it was just... I agree. And I became so disillusioned then by the Democratic Party. It was just incredibly upsetting to me. That was way more upsetting than Trump. Trump, yeah. I can explain. Kristen Gillibrand doing that, I, it yeah. just seems... I can well, only I, imagine it's self-serving in her. 
Except that I hope what we're now going to adopt Eric Holder, what he said, because, you know, it was a joke and it was rhetorical. It was just like when they go low, we kick him. And he laughed and he said, I don't mean anything illegal or violent. But but he is right. We have got to fight. I don't even know what he said. He said, when they go low, we have, we kick him. And oh. he, he was joking. And he also went on to say, I don't mean right, doing right. it. He didn't literally mean kicking. I don't mean violence. But... Yes. But you're right. We do have to fight differently because, you know, and they're asking Hillary Clinton about the fucking blowjob again with between two consulting consenting adults 20 how many no, years I ago now it. i know I, it I, I mean i'm just like okay really so now this news cycle again is going to be about hillary and bill and whatever and the, the mainstream media never fucking learns this is what i'm worried about the real important policy issues are difficult issues about climate change how we live together in this world with nine billion people or whatever all those things how what governments owe what kind of wealth we have in the world how it's distributed those are really difficult questions, and really, it requires a lot of difficult thinking to figure out the best way through those things. But we evolved to be gossipers in groups of 200 people who are walking around talking about who the chieftain or the chief, the high priestess was fucking on the side. Right. So all of this sordid information that's out there, and even all the most sordid stuff, it's all the sexual stuff is just triggering this part of our brains that gets completely consumed with it. And I'm worried the world's going to blow up while we're talking about who got a blowjob from somebody and if it was appropriate or not. 30 years ago. Yeah. 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 I mean, and it's, um, no, you're absolutely right, Julia. That's what I keep saying. I mean, first of all, there is only one thing that's important, and that's the election in three weeks because we're going to lose our country well, we're gonna, and our we, democracy forever. We'll probably forever. win the House, and we'll probably lose the Senate by more Dude, you're such a buzzkill. I'm sorry. Don't, we're not giving up on the Senate yet. It's more important. Okay, but what do you mean giving up? We got, I'm we, saying I because want I think the Senate. That, I, I know, want But this is what they're trying to wave. do to us. They're trying to, like, go, oh, they're going to rig oh, wait, it, and oh, we're I'm not going to win. Vote. I'm going to vote. Okay. All the people who are going to vote are going to vote. But I don't vote. want to depress people like the going, oh, you no, we're not going to win. Oh, it's already lost. Happen. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we have to fake it. Damn. All right. Yes. Fake it. Like you've never done that. Jesus, wow. Sweeney. It's I the have fieriest we've gotten in here in a while. All right. All right. Listen. Okay. What else? I know. Wait a minute. Speaking of Hillary. So I did I had missed that, that you played Chelsea and that she got upset. Oh, yes. That's and she got true. upset. And you know, now that I'm a mom, I totally agree with her. I mean, that was, well, first of all, I had no lines as Chelsea Clinton. All I did, this was the insult of Chelsea Clinton. I had to play Chelsea. All I did was sit there. Was How just, old was she at the time? Chelsea was like. 15 or something. Okay, 14. Right. Okay. So all I did was put on a wig with curly hair, put on some braces, and take off all my makeup. That was all I did. I had nothing else. And then people were like, Julia portrayed her so unattractively. <laughs> really? I was just being me. Like, I literally just took off my makeup. So that was sort of hard to take. It was right. like, oh, so I guess I see what you're saying about I had me. no lines, but you're obviously like, hugely I, offensive. It wasn't like I put a note. Like, I didn't do anything to myself to make myself look bad. I just, I tried to just look blank-faced like a kid with braces yeah. and hair. But you- on the other hand, I actually think Hillary was right to write that letter. You know, like now yeah. that I'm older, I think you yeah, took the you bullet for Rush Limbaugh and all those motherfuckers because they were the ones actually right calling her a dog. Oh and, yeah, and yeah, she was yeah. a kid. But when she was even younger than that, like she was a kid, and they were making right. ugly jokes, and I can't remember the horrible jokes Rush Limbaugh told. But yeah, you probably were the most SNL was the most visible, and right. you can imagine as a mom now that yeah, she was protective because right. she was like right, like yeah. If I saw somebody playing Mulan on SNL. In any way, I would be apoplectic about it. Yeah. I would just think, come on, she's a kid. Don't do that. Yeah. 
Well, right. Thank God our, as young teenage girls, our self-esteem is so hugely intact. <laughs> oh, yeah. So intact. <laughs> so there's I a love... joke in there about hymens and self-esteem. I don't know what it is. It's what like it is my, my self-esteem is intact, unlike so... another part of my body. I don't know. Or the other way. Something. My hymen's intact, but my self-esteem yeah. isn't. Exactly. Oh, we do That's a, a better one. We do a running joke that mine's all like, you know. Dusty. Dusty, barroom doors, tumbleweeds. <laughs> Jack Palance is down there. He's doing some push-ups in there. Yeah, he's doing push-ups. One-arm push-ups. Uh, it's kind of big. Julia. Yes. Um, yes. So in the new show, uh, Older and Wider. Yes. You say you don't mind being older because now that you have gray hair, no one pays attention yes, to you. Yes, it's true. You, sh- you share an anecdote about a bus ride in Los Angeles, to oh which God. I say, number one. This? Somebody have- just has my show. To number number okay. one, I say, we have buses in L.A., and number two, you oh, ride yes. them? I do. Okay. Where I'm, you were, a, you were- I'm big into the public transportation. Wow. I can show you my pass. Oh, my- uh, listen, there's no need to listen. <laughs> we're not in the whole DNA birth certificate thing. No, I, 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 take I agree. public I, transportation. I believe you. Okay. But so people- I enjoy it. It's part of being a citizen of a big city. And I don't so, like cars you, on the road. You just become invisible, right? Like you were saying that you felt yeah, just invisible. Yeah, I like invisible. being invisible. Yeah. I do like people I, don't pay attention. Well, I, when I'm on stage, I want people to pay attention right. to me. And when I want service of any kind, I would like to have people pay attention to me. But otherwise, I would like people to ignore me. But, so being, but on being the bus, older with gray hair. On the hair, bus, you're invisible. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like it. First of all, you get to observe. Well, the thing in the show, I feel weird talking about the show now, but my thing in the show is that I'm standing in the aisle between two women they're having a conversation right through my head like one's talking <laughs> right three inches to my nose into my face to her friend behind her as if i'm not there and then i say you know in the old days i would have to eavesdrop like this but now i just stand there and people talk right through my head um but it's great because you get to see observe human behavior up close and i learned that this woman is dating a new guy who is uncircumcised and i guess it doesn't feel any different to her <laughs> You're like Jane Goodall. Yes. <laughs> you're the, you're the, bus. the bus. You're the bus anthropologist of L.A. Yes. Yeah. But I do like the bus. Yeah, that's good news about the circumstances. I, I'm okay. Yeah. As a lesbian, it's that has no relevance to me in any kind. But all right. <laughs> I think it'd be hard for you to take public transportation here. Well, do you know where your bus stop is? No. Stephanie. She, she can walk down to the red line, though. Okay. Do you take it downtown? No. I, well, who goes downtown and why? First of all. Downtown is fantastic. I don't leave my house. I go to bed. It's, I'm going to go to bed right after you leave. She gets her wine <laughs> delivered. But you can go early in the morning. That's a great time no, to go I downtown. No, I work early in the morning. I'm All fucked, right. Julia. I'm just fucked. Okay. All right, listen. I'm going to so stop trying to Why were you so you. traumatized by finding out that you were a Libra and not a Virgo? I don't understand. I'm a Libra. I'm what's a Virgo. Your, what's your problem, dude? You're, you were traumatized that your mother gave you the wrong date? Well, I was. my mother told me my birthday was September 10th. So you've survived cancer, but that was the most traumatic <laughs> Um, no, it's really, it, what the thing that was funny about it in retrospect, which will not be funny now, um, is that I was really into being a Virgo. I had a big Virgo poster in my room Oh wow! and it was a beautiful woman with long hair. It was those kind of like old sixties, right. seventies and almost like a Peter Maxey kind of poster that said Virgo by some water, a woman whose hair is like water. It was beautiful. And then I found out I was a Libra, which is just a big scale. I didn't wow. like that. Wow. But then I realized that it was all bullshit anyway, so. Wow. Why did she, it doesn't even matter. Why did she tell you the wrong date? I don't understand. Because she was trying to get me. She had five kids at home, and she was trying to get one of them out of there and into school. So she f- changed my birth date. <laughs> I, actually, I, I sympathize with her. 
I get I think it. She, I think she did it. I think she did the right thing. I was ready right, to let's go. Let's get to the raucous part of the show where we talk about cancer. Uh, <laughs> so now. Yes. Um, do you feel, first of all, like Tig Notaro stole your entire act? Because I was like, "That's you stole my cancer and my tragic no, no. one woman. No, 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 no. She's fantastic. Cancer <laughs> continues to bring comedy to people's <laughs> to lives. Everybody. Why should it stop with me? There's just a laugh. I say There's to cancer, take your hilarity to Tig. Do your work on her. But that's what, I, you know, I couldn't believe. When I was sitting at God Says Hot, which is, of course, a huge hit, Broadway but I was like, I can't believe she's making cancer funny. But it is I, funny, though. But you know what someone described? They said, it's not like you're seeing stand-up. You're, you're just visiting with an old friend that you're right. catching up with. And that's how yeah. you make people feel. But yeah. it's an old friend that you're like, oh, oh, I hope shit. it's an old friend you want to catch up oh, with. Oh, shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think if it's an old friend you don't want to catch up with, yeah. my show would really be excruciating. <laughs> I'd be like, wow. Like, what I'm... <laughs> Standing on a corner and she's telling me way too much and I can't leave because I'm in a seat. And I've paid for this seat. So now, but tell us, okay, you, you're oldest of five children, right? Yeah. Um, the God Says Hot was about uh, you and Michael, who, yes. who has passed away yes. of cancer. But <coughs> you have cancer at the same time, right? Yes, we have the cancer at the very same time. <laughs> Which yes. was the subject of much hilarity, Travis, if you've seen God Says Hot. Um, yeah, it was funny. He was actually, I know, I was thinking the other day, there's, because now I've lost two brothers. Um, the funniest people in our family are dead now. My dad, my brother Bill, and my brother Mike. What, they were the is, funniest three. I was actually on the non-funny you're, side you're of the, the family. professional funny, though. I know I'm professionally, but. What did you lose Bill to? I didn't know. Bill, um, alcoholism and oxycodone. Oh, boy. Yeah. 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 That's, oh, that's maybe not a Let's show. talk about that a okay. lot. Let's really go into that one. <laughs> No, that was sad. That was really tragic. And, you know, that was the kind of thing. Well, like cancer with Mike, you could see it coming for years. And there was, we tried to stop it. And we, yeah. and we ended up not being able to. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, okay. <laughs> Let's you go got, back so to wait, Trump. Your brother got cancer first <laughs> and then you hurt. got it at the same time. But so you guys yes. were going through it together. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because I don't know. <laughs> so it's interesting that that show was named God Says Ha and then. The last show was basically about you being an atheist. Yes. Now, well, now, when I when I had cancer, I was a believer. Okay. No, it wasn't. Okay. Because I always had a very vague. I I didn't have a very thought out view of God, or I had a vague idea that when you were in trouble, you could appeal to some higher source who would pay attention to you and grant you favors. I guess I hadn't really thought it through. Yeah. And I find that's common, and that's fine. But there was this time where I decided, well, really it was because I had gone through a terrible breakup. Right. This was in 98, I think. And Your first um, marriage, right? No. That oh. was, actually, that was an easy breakup. Oh, all right. <laughs> it was a Sorry. later breakup. Sorry. Oh, Wikipedia left that out. <laughs> no, I went through a very difficult breakup that really threw me into a depression. Like, for the first time, it was really, because it wasn't just him, it was what I thought my life was going to be, and I wanted to be a mom, and I realized that was, and I didn't care about it adopting that never I never had any problem with that but I realized that I would have to do it on my own which is a whole different thing and my career like there was just a real it's a weird phrase but kind of a come to Jesus moment with life where it was like wow things are really not working out like you thought I thought I would just sail through and everything would happen yeah like most people do 
anyway, most people have gone through this, but I went through it when I was about 38 or 39. And I, for the first time, let myself just be as depressed as I needed to be about it. Yeah. And I really um, just laid on the couch and watched the Food Channel and um, let myself be as sad as I needed to be. Yeah. And which I think is the way to deal with it. I think trying to avoid sadness, it doesn't work. I think you just have to go there. I think yeah. you have to just go there. Okay. So then I thought I had kind of a religious experience because I'd been crying a lot, having a lot of emotional trauma. And I had this night where I felt like a being came to me, not a, like, not like I could visualize, but a, a sensation, right. which I now understand how to explain it physiologically. But at the time I didn't, I thought it was like God was coming or something. And I just had this sense of peace come over me. Like it was all going to turn out. Okay. Like, I had this very big response to this moment. In my mind, the way I interpreted that from my culture and my understanding and my lack of scientific knowledge was that it was a supernatural good ball of love or whatever I thought it was. Right. So I decided, since I'd been raised Catholic and did like it, I would rejoin the Catholic Church. So I decided on St. Monica's in Santa Monica. Okay. and that, And then I started going. And then I saw in the missile that they had a Bible study class, and I realized I'd never read the Bible. So I, so for a year on Monday nights, I took this Bible study class there, and that was basically the beginning of the end. Because once I read the Bible and realized what was in the Bible, first of all, I was laughing every week so hard. Like, I couldn't believe a religion was based on this book. So then I went through a couple more years where I thought, well... So I left the Catholic Church, and I thought, well, maybe I'm a Buddhist. Well, maybe, like I tried out every way I could come right. up with to believe, and then I kind of educated myself about science along the way, and then I started reading all these wonderful authors, you know, like popular authors, popular science authors like Richard Dawkins and Daniel Dennett, Steven right. Pinker, Michael Shermer, and um, and then I think it was during a Daniel Dennett book, um, Darwin's Dangerous Idea, where I just had a moment and I just thought. Um, I don't believe it anymore. I don't believe in the supernatural yeah. anymore. I really believe that the world is natural and explainable. We don't, we can't explain everything because yeah. we don't know everything. Yeah. But it is explainable. You know, ex-Catholics and are, are the largest yeah. religious group in the world, right? Seriously. Oh, are they? Yes. Be, okay, that's good for me to know for my show. Yeah. Because I talk about Brett Kavanaugh and the whole Catholic connection. Like, I understand that boys Catholic school mindset. Yeah. And it's so toxic and horrible. And, um... That's interesting because I started because, yeah. you know, the, on the Supreme Court, there are like two thirds of the Supreme Court are Catholics and only 21 yeah. percent of America. Didn't is you Catholic. seem like like your drunk priest, like at his yeah. confirmation hearing that was probably molested boys. Well, also, in addition yeah. to two thirds of them being Catholic, <laughs> one third of the men on the Supreme Court are sexual assaulters. Are they? Who else? Clarence well, Thomas. Oh, Clarence Thomas. Yeah. So two thirds well, of the men. Well, he did an assault. Of... I would not call him an assault. That was sexual harassment. I would say he inappropriately brought up. Right. They're bad guys. Sexual things. They're bad guys. No, they're creepy guys. To me, it's not even creepy what they did. Actually, either one of them, if they said, yeah, I was, that was creepy. I shouldn't have done that. Like, right. Like, everybody's done stuff they're embarrassed about. Right. Everyone. Yeah. Like, just the not copying to, to it is the thing that shows such a lack of maturity and understanding. Yeah. Oh, exactly. That's the part that's more upsetting to me than anything yeah, they're accused like, of. Yeah, it's just Donald Trump. Deny, 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 lie, lie, right. lie. Right. Um, so... I would okay. say that I used to be a practicing Catholic, and then I went professional, so I don't practice anymore. <laughs> but That's a good joke. I, yeah. Well, I'm single, and I don't want to be, but Travis is always like, oh, it'll happen when you just don't expect it. It'll happen when you don't want it. And I'm like, well, then God's a dick. <laughs> Do it like I did. Just get on Grinder. God's a dick. 
Right. Okay, now see, but I'm, letting go of God is yes. the, is the, okay. it was the other show. So that was the other show. That right. was all about me losing my faith. Right. Hilarious. And I yeah, because cancer. my first show was about cancer. That was even funnier. <laughs> I know. I always make shows that are the hardest to sell. Right. When I did God said hi, I'd have to go like on the Today Show and say, "Come to my Broadway show. It's all about me and my brother having cancer for a year together. It's so great. Please come buy eighty five dollar tickets." To see me tell you about my cancer, it was it really, but it really was. And then Quentin Tarantino made the movie. I yes. mean, it really was an amazing show. It was, and you're right. It's yeah. the kind of thing where you go, I can't believe I'm laughing at this, but it's so human and so funny. Oh, and you're making, you. and it's almost like the Trump administration. It's like having to make really dark shit funny yes. somehow. Yes, I mean that's our challenge as comedians, right? I know. I don't know if I can make this one funny, this administration. I know. No, it's I mean, this new show funny. that I'm working on, I'm trying to talk about Al Franken and Brett Kavanaugh. Mm-hmm. And yet, I need to make it funny. And it's very challenging. Yeah, because Brett Brick- Cancer is nice. actually easier than that. It is. Cancer's- so is losing your religion is easier than that. This actually is the hardest one I've tried to make That's funny. a good title. Cancer is easier than Brett Kavanaugh. It is. I mean, he's oh obviously God. a drunken rapist. He's not perjurer. a rapist. He's an assaulter. Okay. If he's a rapist, he would have lost his virginity many years earlier. Give him that. Whatever. Um, <laughs> oh. I just, I just love, I didn't ever know that you were an accountant yes. when you started the Groundlings and then got picked for Saturday Night Live. What? Yes. What? Well, it was because. My point is, will you do my taxes? No, I don't do my own taxes oh, anymore. Oh, all right, fine. I did do my taxes until I had, like, foreign income, and then it was too much. Fair. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Hang on. I, I just, I, I, I have to keep track of. Uh, so your second show about, obviously, the whole adoption of your daughter from China yes. that we talked about. Yes. And then letting go of God. Uh, so, obviously, the Catholic upbringing, it feels like, a, because I had the same thing. Like, my sisters went to. Where did to, you grow up? Uh, Lockport, New York. I went to DeSales oh. Catholic High School. I went to Catholic school my whole life. My sisters went to all Catholic private girls' school in D.C. Any, any with the Brett Kavanaugh's any religious among the, you? Anyone who? Yeah, my dad was very Catholic. Con- no, but Notre I Dame. mean, but I mean, did any of them become priests or nuns in oh, your no, family? No, 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 not that religious. My dad was very Catholic. He went yeah. to Notre Dame, and I've yeah. had like three people in my family go to Notre Dame. But yeah, oh wow. I mean, so yeah, but anyway, but I mean, I yeah. it is interesting that that it's almost like you know when you go to when you're like raised at mass. I remember just like. Wasn't it like being an extra in a movie? Like you just peas and carrots, peas and carrots. Like you don't even know what you were saying when it was time to say the prayers. Like you were just yeah, but that's by good, road, that's right? Good by road, theatrical like, training. Training to me, it was all theater. I love. I actually love the mass. I still love the mass. I still go occasionally. I enjoy the ritual. I don't even of the know mass. what we were saying. Did we? Were, were we in Catholic school? We were just like our father. No, but that isn't even something. the point of it. The point is to inculcate you into a culture that has rituals and. Ways of marking time and, you know, ways of burying and baptizing and marrying people. Yeah. So it doesn't even matter if you know. go. I don't know that I'm gibbity I think I'm the other thing. I'm agnostic. the agnostic. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Well, look into it. I believe in something, in a higher pop, something. Yeah. All right. Well. Well. You should see my show, Letting Go of God. I think I will. Yeah. How do I find that? You can, uh. You can get it on Amazon. All right. Well, thank you. But don't don't do it. Um, can I just stay with your beliefs? She might need to let it go. You're married to a scientist. Is this? I am. Is this? Wow. What? What does he feel about 
Trump going, I don't know, I'll have to see who. Oh, my God. I'll have to see who drew it. No, the I climate. have to say. I don't know that men are causing it. Oh, my God. Mike... I have the biggest, most powerful story. No, he makes him, it, like, it's so funny because my husband is almost like a stereotype of a quiet scientist who, it. he doesn't get ruffled. He really, his emotions are very, he's very stoic about that. Mm-hmm. He's, um, but when it comes to Trump, he just becomes apoplectic. Like mm-hmm. he can't friggin' believe it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. fantastic. Like sort of like the the Hulk. What's his name? Isn't that guy a science? Isn't Bill Bixby you know a scientist until Bruce Banner? Yes. He was really crazy when Rick Perry got made the head of Department of Energy. Yeah. Because okay. Michael's business sometimes they deal with grants. So like that department that used to have a Nobel scientist running it. Right. No, I mean it's, it's so that guy. It's really, I feel like he thinks it is the beginning of the end. Yeah. Well, it probably is. Tell uh, Mulan that. Uh, <laughs> no, I tell her that. Shit's almost over. Actually, it's so funny because when I was 20, 30, you know. I was trying to get Mulan to move to California, go to right. college here. Right. And she was like, Mom, you've been telling me my whole life that this shit's going to hit the fan climate wise. It's going to cause major political disruption and that you should stay by the Great Lakes because that's where all the fresh water is on the north. Or North American continent, uh-huh. and I was like, "Move on, I. That's not going to happen right away." Mommy's full of shit. Come on, <laughs> come to California. Where does, where does she go to college? Ohio. So she's oh. in Ohio. Okay, all right. She well. wants to be a Midwesterner. All right. Well, but you know, the Midwestern's going to get hit. Midwest is going to get hit hard too. Yeah, it could be that California is the best place to be. You don't know. It could actually Maybe. the temperatures could lower here. You, Maybe there's certain unpredictable things. Um. Okay. I don't trust I, any of it. <laughs> No, well, no one knows. I mean, there's not, no one knows what's going to happen. We know there'll be more Lyme disease. You were quoted as saying you were very happy. more earthquakes. I didn't know that until the last few years. You were quoted as saying you're very happy that you moved back here. You said, I'm happy. I keep saying to my husband, if I get hit by a bus today, which is, you know, a possibility since you ride the fucking bus. Where did you get this? Are you following Um, me around? Yes. uh, Just know that I have reached peak happiness. Oh, you know what? That must be You cannot get hit by a bus. You got at least fucking seven or eight more goddamn one-woman shows, and you do not get hit by a bus. Stop riding the bus. shows. Well, first of all, the bus is probably the safest place to be in an accident. Well, if you're going to get hit by a bus, it's going to... Okay. Um... I do feel incredibly happy. I do try to think every day might be my last day. I, I know that seems crazy, yeah. but I do well, have try to take a moment every day and say, You survived hoo-ha thank cancer. Thank you, universe. I'm so you happy. You had hooch cancer, man, and you survived it. And That's you're... like one of the easiest cancers to have. Really? If you're going to draw a straw in the cancer bin, cervical cancer is definitely one you want to draw if you have to draw one. Really? Yeah, it's nothing. It's a hysterectomy and some radiation away yeah, from Yeah, my home. best friend just went through it in Bangkok. Oi. But oh. then she had hemorrhaging from... So they had emergency surgery because uh, he hemorrhaged after a hysterectomy. But yeah, uh, but I mean, it, all the these issues are so she'll recover from that. That's part of why really she moved dangerous. over there is because she had no health care here. I mean, it's it, you know, uh, this is just a fucked. No, I know. Yeah, I mean, this is why we have to take back Elizabeth Warren. Are you for her for president? Do you think well, she I'm has for, a shot? I'm for fuck. I I love her. I, first of all, I don't want to talk about 2020. <laughs> we need to take back our country in three weeks. I don't. Okay, I, we're not going to take back our uh, country in three weeks. Yes, we are. We if we house. take back the House and Senate, we, we, we'll okay. take the House. That's good. That's listen, a big step. Listen, Queen Buzzkill. I'm not Buzzkilling. I'm saying I was so in love with that video that Elizabeth I Warren love, did. I mean, I I would be thrilled. She is with definitely her. the I'd best be candidate. With Tory Bucker, I'd be thrilled with. But she's better than them. She okay. really is the best All one. All right, well, let's do that then. Can I throw a bomb into the middle of this? Yes. Oh, just the headline will get you going. What? 
What is it? What is that? I won't. Trump says I won't accept the blame if Dems retake the House. Okay, of course, because of course, <laughs> of course he, won't. he can't. Of course he won't. He doesn't. Don't listen to anything he says. I know he's a crazy. Have you ever met a, a human while people are robbing your house? You, have you ever met a human that's never apologized for anything in their life that will not take responsibility for anything? Well, he's a card. Yeah, he's a two-year-old. He's a cartoon narcissist. Yeah. Um. Okay. So you. Okay. Pay attention Listen, to the house are, that's you being are, robbed. Are a burgeoning, not to the two-year-old You're a burgeoning a uh, Hollywood uh, ingenue. <laughs> so wait, you're playing. This is this is where we are. You are playing A.D. Bryant, the SNL uh, star's mom. Yes. In Shrill on Hulu. Yes. The Lauren Michaels produced. This is fantastic. I know. I'm so excited. Right? Yeah. No, it was fun. I mean, I shot six episodes. It's a really funny show. Didn't, didn't Tina and Amy Poehler just pay somebody's mom in some movie. This is what happens. You all end yes, up playing each other's moms. <laughs> Time goes on. People age. That's what happens. I get to be the age where I could be the mother of a 30-year-old. But this is what I love, like the, Kathleen Turner. I love when she she was somebody, you know, was some shit about her. And she said, I don't look like I didn't when I was 30. Get over it. Right. I know. I love that, too. Well, I had to go through that myself because I had been gone for 10 years. Right. And I definitely aged. And I realized I had to come back and, like, show people how I looked. And it was, you know, I think it was shocking for some people. I run into people now who are like, oh, 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 hi. (laughs) Like, no, I mean, it's true. And I'm sure, you know, it's the same for me. Like, 10 years is a lot. Yeah. You look fantastic. Well, thank you. Um, But this is. I try. Wait, Sweeney, I have to say, Sweeney was on the SNL cast alongside uh, Jan Hooks. Who, yeah, the late Jen Hooks, who also showed up in a recurring TV mom role um, on 30 Rock. What I missed, because I loved her, too, what happened to Jen? She Hooks? also had lymphoma, like my brother okay. did, I think. Okay. And she kept it a secret, for, except for just a few close friends. Okay, um, I didn't know about it. I was not a close friend of hers, but a great admirer. And yeah. I loved working with her. Yeah. And um, I was really devastated when she died, because I wasn't prepared for it at all. I know, me Like, too. I really was just like... It was like, can you please tell the world you're sick so that we can like get ready for you to go? Yeah. But I didn't know. And I just, she was so, I could cry about it now. She was so especially kind to me on the show. Yeah. Like when she didn't need to be. She was the woman on the show doing all the parts and as great as anybody's ever been on that show. And she sent me a bouquet of flowers on my first time. And Aww. she would come up and talk to me about, she'd give me funny advice about how things were going to go down on the show. And she just... She was just fantastic. And then also so friggin' talented. Yeah. I mean. Oh, absolutely. Can I just tell you, that touches me so much because I've had this conversation with a couple of my good, you know, famous female comedian friends that I feel it's more important than ever now in the age of Trump and the Me Too movement to be in the sisterhood. Yeah. To have women's backs because we were saying there are some, and you know, there are some women that are very competitive in the business, that are very (laughs) jealous, that are not, you know... And so I remember all those women too that were really generous to me. That yeah, were, and I try I know, to be yeah. like that. To, I right. try. I'm fans of a lot of people, and I try to lift up a lot of people and make them. And I feel like you're right. People like Jan were like that, and it, you know, we had Carol Burnett in here, which I was just telling you, and Lily Tomlin, who got oh, me, Lily, Lily Tomlin. Tomlin got me my first agent in Hollywood when she I was did? no, I was a little freaking, I was a fucking baby DJ in Chicago, and she called ICM and said, <gasps> "You gotta." Sign this girl, like, oh, and I thought, like, but they're so. I love you know, hearing and, that. And, no, but Jane Fonda was just in here. Travis, remember? Yeah, she, she did. Oh my God, Julia, such an amazing, beautiful speech about female friendship, and yeah. her and Lily and Grace and Frankie. And I thought, like, ah, 
But don't you think it's all connects right now with this yeah. whole like Trump era and misogyny and I the know. Me Too movement? No, I think it's we true. We gotta have each other's back. We gotta have a sisterhood. Right. I think that's true. And also, big things can happen when women come together. I mean, yeah. the first wave of feminism, we got the vote, we got property rights. Like, there was, like, there's really substantial things that can happen when women come together. Yeah, I agree. <sighs> Julia Sweeney, Ugh. I know you're straight, but listen, if you meant that in any other way than <laughs> that, this would be all right. Listen, go see, uh, yeah, it's time to play the exit music. Okay. Okay, wait, I want to pr- plug yes. something. Yes, go ahead. I... Because I didn't think I was going to be a performer, then I decided to be a performer again. Yes. Um, I have a new website, <gasps> and it's actually a newer, even version of it. it's about to be launched. But the main thing I want to tell your listeners is to go sign up for my newsletter, <gasps> because starting November 1st, I'm going to have these little videos that I'm making with my assistant, Hillary, who's right here. Oh my God, she's fantastic. And she's helping me make, and I'm going to have like a recipe, a movie recommend, a book recommend. And just other little funny stuff in this newsletter every month. But I want people to sign up for my newsletter. Please. And JuliaSweeney.com. And Hulu, the new movie where she plays A.D. Bryant from It's a TV show. On, on Hulu. And, also, and then um, if, I don't know if people are in L.A., but on Sunday nights, I'm at the Groundlings workshopping this new show, I as well. And listen, if you see her ground workshopping wherever, it means it's going to be big fucking goddamn broadway hit so go see it now I don't know about and that. go support her i think your view the of the future of my show even is if, like your even, belief that the blue there's going to be a blue wave you just choose <laughs> and even if you're if you even if you have a penis even if you have a penis go support the sisterhood and julia sweeney all right thank you julia thank what a, you an honor and a pleasure and a thrill no i Ju- love it i'll come back anytime julia sweeney okay